getting beyond insularity. This is an, an amazing world to explore, but you don't want to do it alone. It's, first of all, it's lonely. But more than that, it's really about exposing yourself to the talents and the proximity of ideas and relationships of others. Welcome to The Founder's Mentality, Season 2, Episode, I don't know, I think we're on Episode 3 or 4 already at this point, so uh, thanks for joining. I'm, I'm honored to have you coming back and listening uh, every, single, uh, every single time, but we have a really fun guest today. Um, I was introduced to this guest uh, through a friend I have named Styles, and so anyone listening that's saying, that's not fair, I want a friend named Styles, too bad. Who I have doesn't a want a name Styles. like Styles? It's like the best name in the world. It is pretty cool. It's not why we made him our president, but it didn't hurt. I don't think it hurts. I mean, wasn't that a character in Pretty in Pink? Regardless, it was, <laughs> Styles is a great name, and Styles introduced me to the guys at Studio at Studio E, and that he was like, look, you guys, you gotta, you gotta meet these guys. I came by to an event, um, right. I've been in love ever since. Um, and so, uh, regardless, that's that's what we're doing today. And it's later. It's later in the evening. It's technically happy hour time. So if anybody's watching this going, wow, Josh is drinking early. So is Nate. Yeah, it's happy hour time. So we're having a little scotch with this one. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let Nate here uh, give a quick elevator pitch of himself and what his company does. This is your only chance to talk about your business. So, okay. so go all out on this one and, and introduce yourself and what you do. All right, Josh, Nate Garvis here. I'm one of the co-founders of Studio E. Uh, my other co-founder is Tom Weiss. Mm -hmm. uh, Studio E is a business that helps individuals and organizations explore more possibility through a methodology of exploratory leadership. And the reason why uh, we believe that's um, useful yeah. is that our world is moving so fast these days that there are real limits to where you can put predictive logic and managerial thinking. So we teach people how to explore when they can't predict, how to learn your way forward. I love that. Some of my favorite people have gone through your program. One Thanks. of these days, I'm going to actually have time to go we through your program. Be, we would be honored to have you in the tribe. You I'm, know that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I've, I've made a we're commitment for to Styles. It's going to happen. The last yeah. time you guys were recruiting for the for the cohort, I was in the midst of, a, of closing my seed round. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys were in the midst of doing another cohort. And lucky well, we for do me, one every quarter. Yeah. So. Well, there, there you have it. But yeah. in my life, I've had I've been closing a seed round for the last like nine months of my yeah. life. So it's just kind of hasn't been a thing. No, I totally get it. But we're ready my, for you, though. Some of my favorite people have gone through it, namely Bob Gardner, who has been on the Founders Mentality. A, a saint. He's the best. He's like the best version of anybody. No, um, so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So he's good to have. Um, and anybody that follows me on LinkedIn would know that I've recently got to meet Mr. Guy Kawasaki, and that yes. is all because of you. Yeah. We uh, brought Guy in a yeah. couple of weeks ago. We're really lucky. We... Um, we have some pretty impressive people who will slum <laughs> and come visit with the Studio E crowd. Right. And the reason right. why, it's pretty funny. So Tom is a deal attorney. Yeah. Um, and and he, he cut his bones in the world of arts and entertainment, yeah. right? So he knows how to, you know, how to make pitches and all that kind of stuff. But we've seen this uh, consistently. We'll, yeah. we'll go after a big name and they're like, well, you know, I charge this much and I only, you know, 5,000 people minimum, all that kind of stuff. And then Tom tells them, not just what we do, yeah. but why we do it, yeah. and who we're assembling. Um, our tribe, and as a, you know, I've called her, you're a friend of the tribe. Yeah. Um, 
are people from all walks of life. Yep. So we're this post-political space where you get to be a first name. You're not a, a title or a label. Yeah. So that's a cool and unusual thing. Yeah. And everyone is so cool with one another. I hope you yeah. feel that when you come to our events that yeah. you're not going to like, so Josh, what do you do? Which is <laughs> code for why are you important to me? It's <laughs> right. more like, you know, like, Josh, what kind of scotch should I be drinking? Yes. Yeah. No, it's a it's an incredibly welcoming community. And I mean, I've stopped into your space yeah. on Hennepin Avenue a handful of times. The bar is always open to me. So I appreciate that. Of course. Um, and um, and you don't need to be a member to go to the events that you have. And no, I open to the public. appreciate that more than anything right yeah. um I've, most of them you do have to pay to play you have to pay in some way to get in right which is totally fine right because i think yeah. that it whittles out at least in my opinion um not putting words in your mouth but it it whittles out the people that are just kind of posing right that it, it forces you to bring a higher caliber of people that are actually trying to advance yeah. and get to another level um so i actually am okay with that well it's interesting you say that because yeah. um I'll, I'll tell you what we're after mm-hmm. Uh, we want to create a crowd that is very exclusive and decidedly not elitist. Okay. okay? That's So fair. that's one thing. That's fair. Is that we believe, um, you know, that this path can be for anyone. Yes. We've learned over the years that when we offer things that are truly free, people actually don't show. Well, that's true too. So that's, a, but that's actually a big deal to us because yeah. when you come to a Studio E event, yeah. I not only want you to have a great time, yeah. I want everyone else to have a great time with Josh yeah. Fetty. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, no, it's a studio. <laughs> it's not a school, right? Yeah. You yeah. have a, a tremendous amount of energy and wisdom, and you have yeah. great things to say, yeah. and I want you to show. Sure. And when and so it's in agreement with what you're saying is that when you when you create an environment where there's an expectation, yeah. the right people show up, yeah. not just in terms of their presence they show up in terms of their their um personality everyone is generous but they're also generative and you're generative you make things happen wow okay i mean yeah you said exactly what i was gonna say that's exactly what i meant to say i love that no i'm kidding that was great okay um no, and, and that is what happens at the events as well. Mm-hmm. It's very, very clear. Um, and there's so much excitement at the events. So the main reason I wanted to have you in here, so full disclosure to anybody listening, uh, the reason this happened was you're looking to get into podcasting. Yeah, and I'm uh, you're my Yoda. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but, you know, the team reached out to me and they said, yeah. look, we, we he'd love to get into podcasting. Do you have, I think Styles was the first one to reach out. He's like, do you have just 30 minutes to just talk about the things that you need to do that. And I said, right. no, I don't. I don't have okay. 30 minutes to just sit around and talk about the equipment I use. But what I do have is endless amounts of time for someone to come in and help me produce content. Oh, that's Because cool. that's the reason I do this. Yeah, I love and that. And you guys uh, are a great business. There's a cool mm-hmm. story behind it. We should be telling that story. I agree. So let's you know. talk about how we make podcasts, the equipment that goes into it. We can do that while we're here as well. Oh, that's great. I love that. That's awesome. We have to be really intentional with our time. Okay. Right. This is something that I've learned is I have to say no more than I say yes these oh, days. Oh, hell yes. That's um, so true. And it's so hard to say no. I have a really hard time saying no. Um, and I will never say no if I can trace it back to a strategy or a revenue growth of some sort. Right. Okay. So for me, 
if I can have an interesting person like you come into my office who wants to have a conversation and we can produce content at the same time, well, now this is dual purpose. Right. I love it. Now I can share this. And now right. this helps me with my agenda. Right. It helps you with your agenda. That's a win-win if I'm, you know. I love that. Yeah. I would also, if you'll allow me to yeah. add, add another layer. Add another layer. Um, Let's build a cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's been teaching me about building cakes, right? Um now, there's another uh, way of looking at why we would be doing things together, yeah, too. Yeah. And I call it overlapping purpose. Yeah. Right? So there's like your personal purpose. Mine is actually to build civic health. Yeah. And I've been doing that my entire life uh, as a Fortune 50 executive, as well as an entrepreneur, as a dad, as yeah. a friend, and all that, right? Yep. There is institutional overlap. Yep. Studio E's purpose is to help people discover more possibility yep. ahead of them. And then you have your own purpose as well personally yeah. as well as professionally yeah. and when you find that overlapping purpose yeah awesome content always comes out yeah absolutely yeah. yeah all right so here's what I really wanted to get to with you because you've worked with some incredible leaders in this community mm -hmm. let's talk about some of the learnings that you've experienced because mm. of that I mean your whole thing is set up to help them learn as right. participants for sure but what have you learned oh Reams, I'll tell you something. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm conversant in a lot of things and not deeply schooled in anything, <laughs> right? So I, uh, okay. I, I know a hell of a lot about, you know, excuse me, I'll erase that. I know very little about a hell of a lot of things. Okay. So I'm like a connective knowledge kind of guy. <laughs> okay. But I am, I am a constant student. Yeah. So I love the question because yeah. that's why it's a studio. It's not a school. Right. Everyone yeah. is a teacher and a student in that space. So yeah. here's some things that I've learned. Yeah. Um, great leaders know that their outfits are actually a duality. Okay. So Expand. on one hand, it's an organization. The organization is full of titles and job descriptions and hierarchy, and it moves at the speed of compliance, and it's absolutely necessary. That bureaucracy is necessary because that's how you ship. You yeah. make things happen, right? Yeah. But every outfit's also an organism. Okay. It's full of first names that are sitting on talent, not just title. Yeah. And so great leaders recognize both, yeah. and they feed both. And both of those things operate on different currencies. So like I said, the organization moves at the speed of compliance. Yeah. The organism moves at the speed of trust okay so great leaders create trust now you're speaking my language i mean this is sales 101 right here i would say yes yeah. in fact we would call it enrollment yeah it's not sales it's really about yeah. and i know you're like this too it's yeah. like i have a really cool opportunity that yeah. i want to that i want to offer to you yeah. not like and it's not transactional yeah uh, and you know this about us i'm interested in having a relationship today yeah but in such a way that we're also in relationship 10 years from now. Yeah. Right. We use the word family intentionally. Yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else? Um, back to saying no. Mm -hmm. Great leaders say no. And um, back to purpose. Okay. So if you yeah. know your purpose, there's a couple of, there's th actually three utilities yeah. that you get out of purpose. And those of you who have been through Studio E know that it's a grounding principle yeah. in terms of exploratory leadership. So um, 
our bodies are hardwired to not want to try anything new. <laughs> yes. Like your, your amygdala <laughs> fires up, right? How Any, comfortable are you right now with all these cameras? Well, on I'm you, like stupid comfortable. But oh, that's wow. I'm a stupid person, wow. right? <laughs> no, it's like I'm actually like freakishly comfortable with change. <laughs> but most people, yeah. their biology reacts to anything new as I'm about to die. It's very true. Right. You yeah. know, it takes a, you know, a fraction of a second for the rest of your brain to show up and say, no, yeah. it's just someone I don't like, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But so um, purpose gives you energy. Mm -hmm. If you know why you're going out there, it gives you energy. Yeah. And when you're going into the unknown, yeah. it's also not linear. So purpose yeah. will give you um, resiliency. But here's the kicker. Yeah. Purpose is also a great filter. Okay. That's why I mentioned, like, why are yeah. we together? We have yeah. overlapping purpose. Yeah. Is that um, you and I woke up this morning yeah. and we had 24 hours today, yeah. right? And so did Jeff Bezos. Right. And that's probably the only thing that you and I have that's the same of Jeff, of Jeff Bezos, right? <laughs> but so time, time is a limited resource. So making mm -hmm. choices with it is really important. Mm -hmm. As you know, we're not built to work with broken businesses or broken people. There's right. lots of assets out there, but we tend right. to work with people who are successful yeah. and embrace the word incomplete, yeah. right? That's not yeah. a judgment. It's an yeah. invitation to like, what more could we be doing? Yeah. So as you consider what more can you be doing, yeah. um, the people that we work are, I like to say they're cursed with broad competency. They can do a <laughs> lot of things really well, yeah. but not everything you can do well, Josh, are the things that truly feed you and yeah. feed your purpose. Yep. So purpose becomes a great filter, and this is what I've learned in great leaders, yeah. is that they're very purposeful. Yeah. And it allows them to say no to the right things for the right reasons, yeah. and they don't feel bad about it. So basically what you're saying is that in the way I handled this meeting request, I was being a great leader. Totally. All right. Awesome I'm okay leader. with that. No, actually, yeah. you were. You, you led yourself very effectively um, by making the right choice of having, mm -hmm. you know, by taking me on as a student, well, I had, but also yeah. building me in yeah. as content, which I'm totally right. into. I love yeah, that. That's how you do that. That's exactly right. And yeah. I love what you said, too, is that you're looking for the abundance solution. Yeah. Too often, we're dealing with scarcity. Like, if I win, you have to lose. Right. But yeah. that's not our vibe. I know it's not your no. vibe. It's like, no. let's... Um, Guy Kawasaki uh, said it in one of his books. I loved it. He said, there's bakers and eaters. Yeah. You and I are bakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, we can all win together. I say Don't that me. all the time on this yeah. podcast. In uh, fact, we all actually need to win together if you yep. want to create sustainability. Absolutely. 100%. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every time you bring up Guy Kawasaki, I just come back to that event. That was so much fun hearing him yeah, in, in person. Yeah, he's I funny. mean, it was so great that you guys were able to pull that together. He's a brilliant goofball. Yeah, he absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. And the stories were just absolutely incredible. Okay, yeah. so that's, okay. Um, one of the other things I love to ask about is um, there's founders on the podcast that have co-founders. There's founders on the podcast that are lone wolves like me. Okay. I'm a lone wolf. Right. You have co-founders. So yep. you have a co-founder yep. and now you have a president as well. But you, well, we needed an adult supervisor. Well, I've, I've witnessed this. That's true. <laughs> so, <is> true. <laughs> so where did you guys meet? When did that collaboration oh start? Because you guys seem like you're like related. You guys know each other so well, it seems like. <laughs> well, it's only because I met Tom in seventh grade. <laughs> oh, so you guys really are. I mean, you we've guys known are family. Each other. We've known each other forever. Now, that's not to say that we've worked together forever. Sure. Right. So I met Tom at... Um, at a mutual friend, Rich Paisner's basement okay. in seventh grade. I won't tell you what we were doing. <laughs> it was 
just naughty enough to be interesting. He had the cool parents. I get it. That's he fine. was actually yeah. the fourth of four boys. <laughs> yeah, His they didn't parents care. were so tired. Yeah, they didn't care. They weren't <laughs> right. paying attention. So I met Tom, and we became friends. We, we didn't grow up in the same neighborhood, but we yeah. grew up in the same suburb. Okay. And we, we were friendly. And yeah. every time I, I saw him, we'd you know, like hang out and stuff like that. And we went off on our separate educational paths, and then we came back. Um, I don't want to bore you with it, but no. Tom's a, a practicing attorney. Okay. And I went to law school with the express, uh, express intent that I would never practice law. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. It was. I treated it like <laughs> grad school, not vocational training. But I actually ended up uh, f- uh, taking a half year uh, at, at, at a school with Tom. So we connected then. Okay. And then um, I used to be a corporate executive. I ran government affairs at Target. And um, I. this sounds like devastatingly boring, but yeah. I really got off on this idea of creating positive civic outcomes through design, yeah. not politicians who would move us, you know, right and left. Yeah. And yeah. so I started this really, uh, back then it was a pretty unique practice, and I ended up giving a couple of speeches. I actually filled up the Pantages <laughs> with a civic speech, believe okay. it or not. Okay. It was recorded. Tom heard it. I think my wife passed it on to him. Okay. And Tom um, called me up and he said, dude, quit your job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, you no. know, I like this like cushy, you know, corporate job. <laughs> And no, he said, no, you're, you're onto something. And I, and I'll tell you something about my friend, Tom. And I do, I love him like a brother. Yeah. Yeah. Tom was the kid who partied harder, harder than anyone growing up, never cracked a book and got straight A's. Tom is flat out brilliant. Yeah, Everyone's known that person. Yeah. 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 He is, he's super, super smart. And I've, I've known over the years, I listen to Tom. He's yeah. the best read person I know. Yeah. He wrestles with ideas better than most people I know. So yeah. um, I didn't say yes, but I definitely took it. It was like, why would Tom say that? So right. long story short, <laughs> I actually ended up leaving. Um, Tom actually was part of that. And we, um, we were out uh, in Colorado yeah. and we took a walk one uh, morning. Yeah. Turned to our wives, said, you know, back in a half hour. Yeah. And showed up five hours later. Yeah. And they didn't miss us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got into a conversation that created Studio E. So we created the business together literally by accident. Yeah. Because we got into a conversation about a bunch of our friends who were very successful. Yeah. This is 2010. Yeah. And they were. Um, stuck and unhappy. These are people that we cared about. And yeah. it was curious to us that it didn't matter if they were in business yeah. or in medicine or academia, entertainment. Yeah. Um, we thought, wow, is there a common thread there? And that's yeah. that's how we founded Studio E, is that we, we just got into a conversation about people we cared about. And uh, um, I'm so grateful that not only have we grown this tribe together, yeah. I'm incredibly grateful that I've gotten to do it with Tom. Yeah. No, I mean, you guys yeah. seem to have just an absolute, I mean, there's a clear chemistry between the two yeah, of you guys. Um, and I mean, honestly, I thought you guys were brothers the first time I met you guys because yeah. you're very similar. Um, yeah, we are. In many ways. In many ways. Not every way. Not but, every way. But, but in many ways. And we love... We love to wrestle yeah. with ideas. Now, yeah. some people might think that we're actually fighting or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. But I assure you, and I know that Tom would say the same thing, is yeah. that um, there's, I'll speak for myself. Sure. There's nothing that Tom could do right. to make me fall out of love with him. <laughs> right. We're like way, way past that, right? Um, we do have differences of opinion, but yeah. we have 
beautiful overlapping purpose yeah. as to yeah. why we wanted to create this and why we want it to have impact. And that allows us to weather all sorts of wrestling matches. This is so this makes a lot of sense to me why you're very intentional with the with the explaining the meaning of purpose and the mm -hmm. reasoning behind finding your purpose. Um, because just speaking from personal experience, the people that I'm around right now at this stage in my life and mm -hmm. at this stage in my career, many people are envious of startup founders. I'm not going to say they're envious of me. They're envious of other startup founders. They're they envious don't know of, what it takes. They don't know what, they have no idea. It's not for the faint they of have, heart. They have no idea that when they reach out at 9 p.m. and I'm like, yeah, I'm available, that I'm literally still working and in my office. And exactly. Scrambling. When you, when you own but, your own business, you have a really shitty boss. That's what you do. Exactly. The worst <laughs> boss, right? Um, but what I've been noticing is that uh, it's the whole grass is greener sort yeah. of thing. I have no, a lot of conversations true. with... Uh, people that make way more money than I would have ever made if I would have stayed on the corporate side. Right. Um, that have way more opportunity than I would have ever had if I would have stayed working for somebody else. I had I had to create those own opportunities for myself. But right. They just weren't being presented for me. I, I didn't have the background to get to that point on my own. That's interesting. Um, but they're not fulfilled. Yeah, and I think that you know you can be fulfilled on any path. Quite frankly, you yeah. and I, uh, it, you know. Yeah. For you and me, it wasn't um, it wasn't the corporate path. You no. know, you found no. that it wasn't the right thing for me. Yeah. It was actually a great path for me until it wasn't a great path for me, and yeah. I was really until lucky Tom that. Wrecked it. Well, mm, a little ingredient. <laughs> Here's one thing that I guess I've learned about people like you and me, yeah. founders. Yeah. Um, generally, we're doing it because we can't not do it. Yeah. Right. That, it's that like is true. There's, there's like a compulsion. Yeah. Um, and maybe you're like this as well, Josh, but um, whether it was starting out on that path of civic design or yeah. what we've done with Studio E, yeah. there was something missing in my world. Yeah. And had yeah. I been able to find someone doing that, yeah. I may have gone that path, but yeah. I'm such a weirdo yeah. that um, we, we kind of play in these cracks. Yeah. But what a great time in the in the course of human history to find cracks. No, I, I and that's exactly what I'm getting at is that you you were clearly observing that people were seeking more. Yeah. And you wanted to be the conduit for them to find that. Yep. It's a novel, I mean, it's a novel idea and it worked. So there you go. Well, so far but. it's worked. But I will <laughs> I will say this. Um, yeah. to this day, it's not unimportant to me. Yeah that this journey started because one of my oldest friends and and I had a conversation about other friends. Yeah. I love the fact that Studio E was created around concern for people yeah. who weren't just our friends, these are people who are leading organizations and our calculus was, if they're stressed out and unhappy, their organizations are gonna be stressed out and unhappy and the community that relies upon them. Yeah. So there was, um, there was this, curiosity meets concern meets love kind yeah. of thing yeah. and i've i've tried i hope i'm successful at that i've tried to kind of take that ethos mm -hmm. um i know that tom has tried to take that ethos and build it along the path every bit of the way is yeah. that yeah. even like you you're like you know i didn't know 10 years that i needed to meet you but i needed right. to meet you yeah yeah <laughs> and I, I love that yeah no it's great so when you so where you are today, mm -hmm. 
Are you are you doing what you set out to do on day one, or did plans change after you get started? Oh, plans are always changing. Yeah. In fact, that's our method, what, is that there's what you plan for, and then there's what shows up. Exactly. Right. What was the first iteration of this supposed to be? Well, the first iteration actually went as planned, and it okay. still lives today, is that um, we have a program where we invite people in yeah. uh, that launches once a quarter, and yeah. people come uh, four times a year, so I call it like a quarterly intellectual day spa to, yeah. <laughs> to learn the practices of exploratory leadership. Yeah. So that, that thing um, still exists. Yeah. We've added things to that along the way. Usually, I actually I shouldn't say usually, always in response mm -hmm. to either something we're seeing or someone's coming to us. So yeah. the, the second thing we built was a consultancy because we, had, we were really lucky. Right off the bat, we had a lot of large outfits that were sending people to the studio. Okay. And after a couple of years, we started getting calls from people in those organizations with, you know, would you build something for us inside? Yeah. Because, you know, I like to say we're not the best at exploratory leadership. We're actually the only right now. <laughs> right? So we're the only ones doing this. And people were seeing good results. Yeah. So we built that. And then I would also say commensurate with that, which is like the guy Kawasaki thing, is that we've grown this really remarkable tribe. And yeah. then we've got friends of the tribe. And there's all sorts of strangers out there that we love to meet as well. Yeah. So we have a whole calendar full of events, whether it's speaking events or workshops or salon conversations. Yeah. Over the years, we've done a ton of co-curated tours with the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. We love them. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like one of our BFFs yeah. in town. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, so we've we've kind of added to the social side. Yeah, I call it the country club for your head and heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, in the coming years, I'm sure we're going to be exploring different ways to deliver these ideas, including a podcast. Right. That's why we want to do it. Is that we want to. Yeah. We want to broaden the message that, regardless of whether it's Studio E or not. Yeah. Having an exploratory practice right now is really necessary. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to happen to the world rather than have the world happen to you, yep. you got to get out there and learn your way into it. And that's why you need to get into podcasting. And that's why when we got together, we weren't going to do this without creating content. That's cool. Because you and I getting together mm -hmm. is not going to benefit anyone other than you and I. I love that. That's right? that, And that's very true. That's the whole idea yeah. of this now. Yeah. So when you're... When you're able to create the content that you're going to be able to when you launch this podcast, which I guess we can't announce the name of it right now because we probably have no idea what the name is. Right? Just working titles. It's working. I'm not, I'm not allowed. Working titles <laughs> wouldn't be the worst name. But yeah. Regardless. I was going to call it Constant Beta. You can't screw uh, up. Constant Beta is okay, too. <laughs> We're giving away names now uh, right. for other people's podcasts. But or maybe you and I are naming a new band. <laughs> right. Exactly. Let's just start a band right now. But when you get there, uh, it's going to be so great for you to be able to share the knowledge and the information that is shared in the groups, in the room that you're in. Yeah. Um, your podcast can exist in so many different forms. It but, can exist in a one-to-one -one setting, but it can also exist in just recording what's happening in yeah, the room. I agree with you. And I'll yeah. tell you, quite honestly, that's what excites me most about this opportunity is yeah. in addition to you know portraying people doing exploratory things. Yeah we've run with some of the most interesting people. Yeah. And again, they come from all walks of life. Yeah. And I, I love... I love content that's inconvenient. Yeah. Like, you know, um, in terms of like it shakes your thinking, you yep. thought something, but yep. a true mark of intelligence is actually someone who's willing to change their mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And 
Um, as you know, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on at the studio is that we're a place where people can um, drop their labels and titles and just be a first name. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people spend an entire day with each other, really enjoy each other, learn from each other, and we always have a happy hour after our quarterlies. Yeah. Yep. And then it's only then that they discover what they do professionally. Right. And yeah. there are people who literally would not have liked each other yep. had they met label first. <laughs> but to actually watch them go, wow, that's really inconvenient. Yeah. I don't like your politics, <laughs> right. but I really like you. What am I supposed to do with that? The <laughs> battle. Yeah. No, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, Why it's really not? cool. I that, love it. That's a great way to approach things. And yeah. honestly, and however you orchestrated that, that is how people go. And. I would say that uh, it's a great way to lead in just life in general. Agreed. Well. And that's probably why you do it. I know there's an underlying message for this, right? But when you approach people, when you just have an honest conversation. Yeah. But also, I'll say this too. Yeah. If I looked at Josh Fetty through a title and a yeah. job description, yeah. that's what you do. Yep. If I know Josh Fetty on a first name basis and yeah. I know what you're talented at yeah. and I know what you like to drink and right. I know what you like to listen to, yeah. there's so much more possibility there. <laughs> right. So it really is our yeah. calculus is that yeah. first names yeah. expose people to much more possibility. And that's what our method's all about is creating possibility. Yeah. Titles are great locators, but they're also limiters. Yeah, no, that's great. So, yeah. I mean, anyone listening, look out. There's another podcast coming to the world. Um, but this is a good time to get in on it, right? Yeah, I think thanks. there's something like 30,000 podcasts. That's I not know. even close to how many there's going to be in another five years. So. I agree. And, I, you know, and I'm one of those who runs out of time for podcasts. Yeah. And I do listen to a lot of them. It, yeah. it, quite frankly, is one of my favorite forms of information and entertainment. So we, yeah. I know we're getting into a crowded yeah. field. Yeah. But as you know... No, it's um, not crowded. I'm, I'm saying it's not. I mean, there's 30,000, but there's plenty of room still. Well, I think exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. There's plenty of room in I you know, I I don't think that, you know, we're going to, you know, shoot to number 1 on iTunes overnight. That's not really the goal. Sure. The goal is actually kind of like what we've done with Studio E is yeah. to um, create this movement yep. of individuals who are growing together. Yep. And this is just another way of servicing them and if that helps us grow the tribe all the better. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about, uh, we got to wrap this up pretty soon because I try to keep these to 30 minutes. We've already gone over and it's just the way it is. Um, and that's fine. But clearly something that's important to you is helping people, whether they're founders or in the C-suite, find their support system. Mm-hmm. So that they can move to the next level. Clearly, 100%. you don't believe anyone can do this alone. So No, you need a learning community. That's the value in, in what you create. But so say somebody's listening in Florida right now. Right. Right. What should they be doing right now to kind of get that information for themselves? Well, it's really about um, getting beyond insularity. Yeah. Right. So you're absolutely right. This is... This is an, an amazing world to explore, yeah. but you don't want to do it alone. It's, no. First of all, it's lonely, yeah. right? And that's, that's in a good emotional space. No. Um, but more than that, it's really about exposing yourself to the talents 
and the proximity of ideas and relationships of others. So one of the, when Tom and I were walking in the, in the, in the mountains, I should say, um, one of our first things was we want these people to meet each other because if you really want to learn and grow, yeah. you better start hanging out with people who know different things than you. And you and I know that that's getting very difficult yep. in, this, in this world. Yeah. So if you're down in Florida, I would say l- expose yourself to different information. If you're um, listening to CNN, turn on Fox now and then, you know, plug your nose, but actually just like, you know, and vice versa, right? Um, So expose yourself to surprising, um, uh, you know, information. Go interesting places. I always like to say, if you're going to Paris, don't go to the Hard Rock Cafe. (laughs) Don't go to Paris to experience the United States, right? Right, Go to the flea market, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff, right? (laughs) So travel is a great thing to do. And then find find or create um, a learning community. Find interesting people and get together for coffee on a periodic basis. I I think that is actually one of the most critical things for anyone right now is to... You create more possibility if you hang out with more kinds of people. Yeah. And most yeah. people, they just kind of silo and find it very comfortable to hang out with people that they already agree with. Well, and you said it earlier, uh, and I don't know if you if this is something you say all the time or if you recently saw my LinkedIn post, because my post said, get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Totally. Um, I recently, uh, a good friend of mine said, look, you need a, you need a break. You're going to kill yourself. You're working too much. Yeah. You need to get away for the weekend. And I was like, okay, sure. Can what am you? I going to do? And he goes, you're coming to my cabin. Yeah. I said, okay, this is way, this is not something I do. I'm, right. I'm a creature of habit and right. going to somebody's cabin, right? Right. Just the act of going to somebody else's cabin is uncomfortable for me. Okay. Just going to someone else's cabin. You just put deet all over you. Yeah. It's like- just, it's just not comfortable. <laughs> like I just, I like to have my own bed. I like to have my own things. Okay. I like okay. my, I like my TV remote. I like the okay, things you, I have. You like what you already know. I, I like what I know. So, right. so I go, I go. And I show up yeah. and he says, uh, he says it's clean weekend, no drinking, healthy food. And I said, well, this is not, none of this is on brand. What, what, <laughs> why are we doing this? This sounds horrible. Right. Uh, I get up there and, um, and we sat down. It was four guys. And we... Al started, my friend Al started the conversation. He just said, this is why I brought this room together. Because I see value in all of you and all of you are strong in different areas. And I think something is going to happen this weekend. What a cool friend. And immediately and completely organically, we just started going into a conversation. There you go. And I mean, we were laughing. We were literally crying. We were, it was amazing for three hours. Were you comfortable? I was. Right. But here's what happened next. Yeah. So that happened for three hours. Okay. Then Jason, one of the other guys that was there, who is in better shape than I even am in my dreams, yeah. says, uh, now we're going to go out on the lake. We're going to do some hit fitness. And then we're going to cut a hole in the lake. And we're going to sit in the water for 10 minutes. Wow. And this is... So if anyone's listening, they're going, where does this guy live? This was in northern Wisconsin that they were doing this. In okay, the so middle of winter. We live in Minnesota. We crossed the border. We're in, and it's 30 degrees out. Okay. Oh, balmy. It was actually a very warm day. <laughs> yeah. 30 degrees. <laughs> so we do hit fitness. Again, not right. on brand for me. Right. Um, we cut a hole in the lake so that we can sit in it for 10 minutes straight. The whole time I'm swearing up and down, I'm not doing any of this stuff. Right. And I did all of this stuff. How do you feel now? 
it was the most incredible experience I've ever been through in my life. I'm not even joking. So Josh, I'm so happy you're telling me this story. Yeah. And this is why. Um, and it's why Studio E is a practice. Yeah. Exploratory practices, we're a studio. Yeah. It's that the human brain is remarkably plastic. Mm -hmm. What is uncomfortable does become comfortable yes. with practice. Yes. And it actually happens really rapidly. We don't yeah. give ourselves credit no, for that. No, it was very fast. You know, I think of like, um, this will show you what a power geek I am, yeah. right? So <laughs> Igor Stravinsky is considered by many the father of modern music. So he played around with atonal you know, themes and all sorts of really crazy stuff. It's April 1901. Yep. Yep. He, he um, is premiering this piece of music. It's called The Rite of Spring. He's at the Paris Opera. Okay. And he does this. It creates a riot, a fistfights, like like blood. He's carried, he's protected by the police on his way out, right? Yeah. yeah. A year later, he does it again, and the police are on on warning and all this kind of stuff, and he's carried out on people's shoulders, and. Decades later, it becomes the soundtrack to Fantasia. What caused fist fights became yep. children's music. Yep. That's the path of change. It's yep. always uncomfortable. Yep. But you do a bit of it, and it becomes something you actually thirst for. Yeah, it was, it, it truly, uh, within 24 hours, it transformed me. Um, That's I ate, beautiful. I ate sardines for the first time. Um, but I will say, I mean, uh, sitting in frozen water yeah. for 10 minutes there were so many clear business parallels being drawn for that. Cool. You know, forcing yourself to do something uncomfortable, seeing what'll happen. After three minutes, it was very comfortable. After right. three minutes, it was like, why would I ever get out of here? This feels great. We're sitting in a lake right now. Right? What a cool classroom though. It was absolutely incredible. And so that's where the value of this sort of thing is. And so you're totally right. You need to sometimes force yourself to be comfortable being uncomfortable right, and uh, I, to learn new things. And I would add, though, that like you were doing this with friends at a cabin, and we yeah. aspire for this at, at Studio E as well. Yeah. You can't learn from a place of comfort, but that yeah. doesn't mean you can't have fun being discomforted. <laughs> right, no, right? So it, if it you're was going, a ton of fun. Yeah, so if you're going to actually push yourself out of your comfort zone, yeah. do it with cool people, do it around yeah. cool things, do it yeah. with things that energize you, because yeah. that's actually what will get you into practice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and have a supportive wife. My wife, uh, yeah. before I yeah. went out there, she said to me, so what are they doing? And I said, well, they said they were going to cut a hole in the lake. We're going to sit in the water. And she said... Uh, so these guys are fitness guys? Like they work out a lot? I said, yeah. And she said, don't do this. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you don't work out. You're going to die and we need you. So don't do that. So, so she didn't ask like if your life insurance is paid up or. Well, she asked me that every day, but yeah, I mean, you know, that was my demand before I left. Don't, right. Don't get in the ice. And then of Isn't course that I interesting? did get in the ice. Right. Just to prove her wrong. Just to show her that, hey, I, I can do this. Right. I can live through this. Have you talked to her since? Yeah, it was fine. I confessed as soon as I got home. I said, look, yeah, I. But did uh, she like the fact that you did it though? She loved that I did it. Yeah. Um, she thought it sounded absolutely ridiculous. Um, but she loved that I did it. Yeah. And I think it was more just the uh, the mannerism that I came home, right? It just like, it, none of the, yeah. look, I wear so many stresses every single day, it's ridiculous. Right. But none of those mattered. It was probably the first weekend I've had in two years where I didn't have a single business stress. She saw the man she loves actually get there, energized. There you have it. So jump in yeah. a lake and, and let your there spouse you go. There's your lesson, folks. rediscover <laughs> the person they married. That's it. We can leave it on that because okay. we are way over time. But okay, this thank was you. Awesome having you in. And if yeah. anybody 
um, is curious yes. in the local area about what you guys got going on over there. What's the best way to find more information? Uh, YourStudioE.com. Yep. So, and we actually get people from outside of the area. So, there, well, there you go. Yeah. But if um, you know, we launch cohorts every quarter, and we've got all sorts of events. So, get in touch with us if you're interested in exploring more possibility with an amazing tribe. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. There you go. And you'll anyone that takes anyone that takes you up on this, you're they're gonna love the event. Because Thank honestly, you. I've never run into anyone that's gone through the program that didn't have. I was Styles gave me a shirt once, even though it's only supposed to be cohort members. But I loved the color. I loved the coral one you did, and I was like, oh, "Hey, cool. you gotta give me one of these shirts." And he gave me one, and I was standing outside of Surly Brewing, and someone walked up and was like, "What cohort were you in?" And I, like, <laughs> I said, "I'm really sorry, I never did it." But they gave. I'm friends with them. They gave me a shirt, and he's uh, like, nice. "Oh, you're supposed to be all right." <laughs> but we had a great conversation. Great Isn't guy. That cool? It was very cool. Oh, I it's, love you. It's, Thank you for sharing that. That's yeah, an awesome story. That's the way it works. So I got yeah. you some free advertising, whatever. Okay, that's, that's the way that works. Thank but. you, Josh, and thank you for what you've taught me uh, today. Yeah. of your craft we have even more teaching to go we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do that offline now but we okay. got the podcast out of the way so thanks for being on and thanks everybody for joining the founders mentality we'll have another episode in two weeks like we always do you can check it out on the website or on any podcast system i'll talk to you later bye